McTavish. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball. What's up guys, it is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here and we're back for another <laughs> massive week of Junior Senior 2 views and we're, just, we're gonna go straight into it. Now the big story, Cristiano, Cristiano, Ronaldo, he's back with United oh. and I couldn't be any happier as a United fan, oh. the boy... But, well, the 35-year-old man is back He's a boy, home. not a boy anymore. He's back home. Played six seasons with Man U. He won a ch- his first Champions League, his first mm-hmm. Ballon d'Or, his mm-hmm. first Golden mm-hmm. Boot. Mm-hmm. He got first started anything. at United. Why? I suppose, well, not knowing enough, this is definitely a turf war. Between Man City and Man U. Oh, yeah. Last time we talked, well, we, got we a, thought it was all done. Yeah. Well, that was... I, I refused to believe it. And I'm thankful I refused to believe any of the media stuff. Well, um, the big thing with Ronaldo coming back to United is um, Sir Alex Ferguson in the shadows. Even mm. though he's not with the United organization yeah, no, anymore, no, no. he has a lot of influence. He's the godfather. He convinced Ronaldo to return. Mm. Because he was the, he was the manager... Of United for for uh, well over twenty years, okay. well over twenty years, and okay. he was with Ronaldo, and he him and Ronaldo are very close. Okay, so there's some there's some obviously influencing there. Yeah, and, and there's it, no tampering laws in, in no no, in but FIFA, it, but, so. it, but it appears to be that there's obviously you know some level of you know rivalry between Man City. And of Man course, U, there is, and obviously Man City, Man U want to be back. In the picture, they want to be the they want to be the dominant they want to be the dominant team again because they were that way for pretty much their entire existence over City and City has now gained the upper hand with the power shift. They're still missing that Champions League though. All right, well we'll let it we'll see what happens with that. So the next story is. Uh, you know, YouTuber, Ugh. amateur boxer, Jake I, Paul. I hate him. Logan Paul's okay. brother. I, I genuinely... won in a, in a decision against... I watched it. I watched the fight. It yes. was uh, it was a weird fight. I oh, mean, he fought a UFC Je- fighter. He, he fought Tyron Woodley. Yeah, who's a um, UFC fighter. He, he retired UFC retired fighter. Retired UFC fighter. Um, I, I watched the fight. I It was a very weird fight. Jake Paul didn't really do anything special, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, He's only Ty- four Tyron, but, that was his fourth fight. But yeah, but Tyron Woodley, Tyron Woodley did uh, d- didn't land too many punches. The punches mm-hmm. he did land were pretty good, yep. but it wasn't enough. Yep. And it was interesting. I don't like Jake Paul as a person, as a YouTuber, as a content creator. I think he's absolutely like egotistical, and he's narcissistic, and he's narcissistic. A lot of flowers, but followers, but. He, I have to give him props. He did really well in this fight. He has yet to fight a professional boxer, mm-hmm. as his brother fought Mayweather. Well, that's true. But then, then I think, I'm not sure. What does this say about boxing? I mean, 
he wants to, he's definitely trying to make a name for himself in boxing. Mm-hmm. He's um he's trying to he's serious about it and we've all seen that he is serious about it. This is his what fourth professional fight, which is interesting. He's 4 yeah, and 0. Yeah, I don't know. I I think this is kind of downplaying boxing to some extent because you got an amateur on one side, you got a guy who's not a boxer predominantly on one side. Yes, former UFC fighter, which means you do well, some boxing. Bo- boxing in my I don't know. I just bo- think it's boxing, taking a backseat anyway. Well, boxing, in my opinion, died with the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather battle. Oh, it was dead before that. It was it was dead before that, and especially with the Pacquiao Mayweather bout, which was a no, but terrible I, but, fight. But I think that boxing's lost that shine, and I don't. Know well, they're still stars. I mean, you, you got don't know who you, they are anymore. Well, you got uh, you got Anthony Joshua. You got. Um, uh, Tyson Fury, you got Wilder, oh. you got the big, the heavyweights. I don't know. People I just, know I who they are. They like... are household names, right. but it's taken a backseat. UFC definitely has usurped it for years now. Yeah. So the next story: basketball's team at the Expendables, the Lakers. Oh they boy! They secured Rajon Rondo Again. for another run. Again, so another guy they let go and then brought back. So. You know, what does that mean for the Lakers? Is I mean, that a good move? Bad move? It is a really good move. I mean, Rondo is a really good teammate. He's a he's definitely valuable coming off the bench. He was absolutely spectacular in that playoff run, especially in game six of the finals. He was absolutely fabulous. So it's a it can only be a good move for the Lakers. They have a swath of depth on the bench. Mm-hmm. It's time and they're definitely Trying to supplement LeBron and AD in case one of one of or both of them get injured. I suppose I don't I don't see it that way. I see it as it's a move for obviously spelling Russ off the bench. You get a guy who can come in and plug in, who can sort of you know give Russ a day a day off if he needs to. Rajon Rondo's not known as that guy who's going to give you a lot of points, but he can steady the ship. He can guide a team. He died. He, he can play make he, like he play anybody. Make. So look, it was a good move for the Lakers to get another guy in. You got to figure out what what does the if you're Frank Vogel, what does it look like as far as playing time for a lot of these guys? Yeah, and there's a lot. And a there's lot something else. There's a lot of alpha male personalities in that locker room. Oh, it'll be an interesting locker so, room to say the least. Yeah. So look, we'll see what happens with the Lakers. Maybe in a couple weeks' time, Rob the Boy Monroe can can. Can explain himself as to why the Lakers will win the championship, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> the other story, which has gone crickets, is our friend, ben, uh, my friend, not your friend, neither one of our friends, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't want it. He doesn't want. He doesn't Finish. want. He doesn't I'm want done. to play for Philly anymore. I'm done. Um, I'm done. I mean, we saw we saw this coming. The city is um, the city of Philly. They might hate him more than Donovan McNabb at this time. I don't think so because McNabb, at least McNabb got him to the Super Bowl. So uh, I think this is the thing that needs to be. Well, look, reportedly he is not going to go training camp. There's, it's it's gotten messy, and there's even talk about you know potentially going to Warriors, but what that looks like. What that looks. That. Look, I think I, I don't know what this goes because you have reportedly John B. John B. saying actually no 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 I'm okay I you know I love I like playing Ben Simmons. But you don't, and he's resigned. But you don't hear all that earlier in the piece, and nobody knows what Ben Simmons. Well, is thinking. no one knows with this camp anyway. I, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think I think Daryl Morey is probably going to stick to his unrealistic um, expectations of what he'll get back for Simmons, and yeah, they'll probably get that, and they'll probably hold on to him, and he might eventually report. 
I don't honestly I don't I look I think Ben Simmons could hold out. He could. He could. I, I just don't But he's on a max contract yeah, which kicks just, in well, this year. I know. But the thing about it is is with each day that passes and there's no action in his part, the Sixers are stuck because they you know, they don't have enough to get there. And Ben Simmons showed flaws in the playoffs last season that has made people think is he even going to try to get better because you got other players who are out there getting better, and he's deciding, I don't want to talk to you guys. So I don't know what that leaves Philly. I think that leaves Philly right back where they started. Unless they can pull a deal now, they need a guard, and they don't need any replacement of Ben Simmons. Well, he what guards are on the market right now? The free agency well is dried up. Oh, well, we'll, keep, we'll, we'll just keep track and of it. And what caps do they have to spend that? All right, now, time. we're going to spend the next three minutes doing this. Okay? Yeah. Rapid fire six games because because the next, next week, week is the schedule. Next week it starts. It starts. So it starts it's next time. week. Okay. It's time. All right, we're ready. Yep. Okay. So I'm gonna call a team because we stuck with the Steelers last week. Yep. We're gonna hop to the Browns. First six games, I say three. You say three. Um. You say three. What? How does this? So work I then? say how many games are gonna win in six games? The first okay. games. You say how many? I'm going to say four. Four. Okay. Bengals. I say one. You say? I'm going to say one. One. See how easy it is? Ravens. I say four. I'm going to say three. Three. They're kind of sus to me. Okay. Chiefs. I say four. You say? I'm going to say five. Five? Their offense is still proven. Chargers. I say two. You say? Three. Herbert's, Three. Herbert's going to have a good year, Herbert. especially with a lot of pieces on defense coming back. Herbert. Justin Herbert. Okay. Um, next, Raiders. I say three. You say? Three. Three. Broncos. I say two. I'm going to agree with you. Two. I think Vic Fangio is going to end up being fired soon. Giants. I say three. I'm going to say two. Oh, you say two. The yeah. O-line is still terrible. Eagles. I say one. You say I'm going to say two. Two. Cowboys. I say four. Uh, I'm going to say three. I hate to say I'm going to say three. Okay. Washington football team. Not known as that. I like their defense. Uh, I'm going to go three. Three? I say three, two. Um, Let's hop to the pack. The Packers. I think they'll have five. Five? I say four. You say four? I I mean, you said five. I say four. Yep. Okay, the, the Bears. Uh, with their patented naggy play calling, they'll have two wins. Two! I say two. Lions, I say one. I think they'll be last in the division. I think they'll have two. Two? Just because okay. Goff is a serviceable, serviceable quarterback, Vikings. especially with Panice. Okay, Vikings, I say two. I'm going to say three. Because they don't have Kirk Cousins, and he's, I mean, he's not, if he's... Is he injured? Well, he's been COVID on COVID, oh. COVID business. Okay. Okay. Bucks, I say four. I'm going to say five. Five? Okay. Falcons. Three. Three? I say two. Saints. I'm going to say two. Two? I say three. Panthers. One. One? I say two. They're rebuilding. Okay. All right. Let's move forward to the west. Seahawks. The Seahawks. I I'm say gonna four. S- I'm going to agree with you. Four? Okay. Rams. I say three. I'm going to say five. Five? The Rams 
The the Rams are good. Okay. The Rams are good. Cardinals. I think Stafford's, Stafford's Cardinals. I say three. I'm gonna agree with you. Three. Three. 49ers, I say three. If everyone stays healthy, I'm going to go four. Four. Okay. All right, we're going to hop back to the south because we forgot the AFC South. The Colts, I say three. I'm going to go three as well. Three? Yep. Titans, I say four. I'm going to say three. Three? Texans, I say one. One. Jags, I say none. None. Yep. Big zero. There you go. So we'll compare it when the six games are over and see who's right. I think I'm probably right. But moving on, <laughs> because I'm always right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something or nothing. We go into our something or nothing segment. The Dodgers take back first place. Something or nothing? That's something. I mean, the Giants held um, the the uh, NL West for a while. And they did hold it for a while. And it's impressive. that that division is cutthroat. You, mm. I mean, you've still got the Padres in contention yeah. for a wild card, wild card spot. Uh-huh. The Dodgers and the Giants. I mean, it's a really tough division, and it's not because the Do- the Giants have done anything wrong. It's no. just because the Dodgers Does are have a machine. So much depth, and They're I think it's, I think it's something. But I think you're right. I think the the Giants tried to hold on, but I think I mean, the Giants just don't have that. Same Scherzer talent. had 15 Ks the other day. Yeah, yeah, he's been on. He's been lights out. Yeah, lights out. So yep. I think it's something because you don't. If you're the Dodgers, you don't want to end up potentially in a one game playoff against yeah. another team. So that's where the Dodgers want to play safe. They don't want to be at the end of the season having to do one 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 game playoff to get yeah. in, and you don't want to be that team. So the Dodgers, hands down, are the most talented team. In baseball, I'd say. Yeah, and, and they're they prime. The they're prime for they're another world. Go. They're prime for another world series. They're ready to go, despite yep. the fact that they almost got the other one, not the trash cans. We know where that was. Yeah. So that's we both agree. Okay, the next thing, the thumbs down. Yep. So you know, as a if this it has got my ire up. It's got if, my ire up. If it wasn't it, my ire up. If it wasn't more, even more low, so me- more. <laughs> even more low <laughs> Mets. God. Okay. We have to have some drama with okay. the organization. So recently, course. for those who aren't aware, Javier Baez recently acquired, who's hitting up two dollars and cents for the Mets since he was traded from the Cubs. Uh, recently, gave a thumbs down to fans who were booing him, and no, you know, they were cheering him because they were cheering he, him. But he also was thumbs down. But at the same time, he was getting boos off and on. Not another, not this game, but other games. Yeah. So, between him and Lind- God forbid Francisco Lindor, Lindor, who should really stay out of the uh, way and, of this, and P and Pilar and Pilar, thumbs down. So it's something to me because it says something about the culture, the shift. Because as a Met fan, yeah, and I'm only we're, going that way. We're both Met fans, right? We're Met fans. Oh, come on, again, now. again with that. It's true. So. <laughs> this is the way I see it. Every single way. <laughs> see it this way. Come on. It's change. Because, you know, I think of a great Met. And I think of Mike Piazza. Uh-huh. And don't tell yeah. me Mike Piazza didn't get booed. Of course, of course he, did. he did. But of you know what? Did. And now he's up, up in the rafters. Professional. Yeah. Get on with your job. Okay? So, you got Lindor and Baez as little school kids. And Sandy Alderson as a principal is going to pull him in the yeah. office and say, Guys, what the... Blank. Yeah. So, it's 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 a state of affairs, and that's fine. I mean... That's it for Javier Baez. He's not coming back. Javier Baez can go play in a place that gives him neither booze 
No cheers. Well, this is... Arizona, anybody? Well, this is my... Oh, God. Go to Arizona. Don't... There's nobody in the stands to <laughs> boo or cheer you. Let, let, so, my opinion on the whole thing, I mean, just, it's a really bad... I initially sided with the players, but I've had more time to think about it. I don't... I, both sides of this are stupid, in there my is opinion. A, look, I'm going to... I'm going to both sides this, because... No, there's a fine line for me. It depends. Can I say my stuff? Yeah. I'm going to both sides this because both sides of this coin are stupid because Mets fans right now, I mean, New York fans, we know New York fans expect winners out of their sports teams. And when they don't, they make it known. So this is, this is, shouldn't be, is expected, obviously. Um, But I was sort of, um, my initial reaction to the whole thing was like, sort of just like, well, why are they? I sided with the players, sort of, and I flip-flopped. I'm like, the whole thing, in my opinion, is stupid. And all it does is just, it makes the organization yet again embarrassed, even without the Wilpons Well, around. not even, look, I think to finish this part, it's something because ultimately it says that the, 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 the age has changed. And I get it. Fans can be very cruel. And I Especially get it. Especially in New York But fans. I get, but the lights shine just a little bit brighter in New York. Yep. And you gotta just be a professional. That's it. Fans are paying good money to come there. It's not yeah. cheap to go in that stadium. Yeah. And I'm not saying that fans should be saying things about other people's mothers, whatever. There's trolls out there. I got these guys on Twitter and they're watching. What They get the news faster than they did 30 years ago. Yeah. But you got to just grow up and be a, be a professional. Yeah. That's what you're there for. All right, next. I've said my rant. I think, the, I think, though, it'll get sorted, hopefully, but... Oh, I don't know. This is the Mets. It'll get solved when Avi well, Baez is Well, there. if they're, they are winning right now, so eh, against weak that. opponents. It's but too late for that. They it's are back in that. the hunt, but uh, it's too late I don't that. know. So the next something or nothing, Cade Cunningham, recently number one pick of the yep. Pistons, referring to LeBron James as the GOAT. It's nothing, it's in nothing. my opinion. It's nothing. It's nothing. Because like, he, he grew up in the 2000s, obviously. He's going to refer to... LeBron James is a goat, right? And that's fine. And he, it's, he makes it's a valid case. I mean, LeBron James makes a valid case to be the greatest of all time. Even though I think Jordan is personally, mm. I could definitely see the argument for LeBron being considered as the greatest basketball player. It e- is. Ever. It, it is the ongoing argument that'll continue on, and it's generational. That's yeah. how I see it. Is Cade Cunningham's a young kid. You know, talk to the, you know, he can go for a trip to Detroit and find, bump into Bill Lane Beer and others, and I think they'd have a different opinion about who oh, the yeah. is. Because they played against Jordan, and they would have said... But they don't respect so, him. Bill Lane Beer does not respect Jordan. Well, That's a horrible talk, example. I didn't talk to Bill Lane Beer, so I don't know. What, what, maybe you catch him on a good day, he says, he says good things. But I think it's a generation thing, I think it's, some, I think it's nothing. Okay, next. Um, Cam gets the cut. So that was surprising. That's something. Definitely something. something. I mean, apparently Bill Belichick didn't like what he was seeing from Cam in, in a training camp. He didn't look as um, athletic as he usually did. Mm-hmm. And he got him. And now Mac Jones will be the starter. Mac Jones and is the starter. And what's interesting is they also um, added back Brian Hoyer, Hoyer and Garrett Gilbert to the practice squad. So they have options. I think they're probably going to go with uh, Gilbert as their second string because he he showed flashes with the Cowboys when huh. when Dak and um and Dalton were injured. Garrett Gilbert, yeah, look, formerly I, look, of the Orlando Apollos in the AAF. Well, this is what... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, 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 that lasted long. Ah. 
So, look, I think it's something on the line of the fact that, you know, it wasn't COVID-related. That's what they're saying it wasn't. Cam's not vaccinated. I think that plays out going further. We'll it's definitely, it's definitely a thing. It's definitely a factor, but it's not the factor. I think yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a it's factor. Not, it's not the the be all and end all. I think it's just a case of a guy who's not really there, all there. He, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's done. I think that was, that's it. Yeah. For so Cam. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you on this one. I think that. To some extent, but look, I think there's there's opportunity for Cam as well because there's other teams that There'll would be a, love to have him as a backup. Oh, that's would, what he is now. But yeah. I also think this as a side note: if you're Bill Belichick, you're looking at October fourth because yeah. that's when Tom Brady comes back against his old coach. So, what do you think Bill Belichick's going to be saying? Hey, look at my shiny new quarterback, and it, don't tell me it's not a thing because. You know, that, I mean, you know, there's murmurings that says, you know, you know, Tom Brady got you I those think, championships. It wasn't you. Uh, I, I, so, you I, I, I hate that argument of oh, Belichick, Gary Brady, or Brady, Gary Belichick. Yeah. No, both, both, they were both in a fantastic situation. Yeah. Belichick was already proven before Brady as a defensive coordinator. All right. Brady was was a last pick in the draft, but was developing nicely in that Patriot system before they got Belichick. Mm. So, oh. they both landed in a good situation, and mm-hmm. it was a marriage made in heaven. Mo Lewis. Good job, Mo Lewis. Knocked yep. John Brew Budstow out, and that was the rest, the rest of history. Yep. So, COVID NFL concerns. That seems to be a big That is something. interesting, yep. That's, That's not nothing. Because yeah. you got Cowboys who are out right now. Dan Quinn's on the sidelines. He's He's gotten infected. Yeah. CG Lamb's gotten infected. So, Once again, the NFL does not have a contingency plan for COVID. It didn't last year with Hall, the whole debacle of, first of all, the Broncos didn't play with with an actual quarterback. They yeah. had to play with a quarterback who played some quarterback at, yeah, at Wake Forest, Kendall Hinton. Hinton. Yeah, yeah. And well. he completed... In total, one pass. Right. One pass in that so, game. And then the whole Steelers getting screwed over yeah, week yeah, after yeah. week. Games getting canceled and rescat. They don't have a contingency plan for COVID. Mm. They don't. And especially with the Delta variant. But we talked about this earlier, a couple of episodes back, that the NFL is cracking down now. Yeah. So basically, this, is, this marks a very um, uncertain period if your NFL teams were having... A, players who don't want to get vaccinated, players getting sick and contracting the virus, you could see forfeitures, and the NFL is not playing the game. I don't think Goodell's going to say, well, reschedule this, reschedule that. No, we're going on as needed, and if if need be, then you don't get to play, and then you just forfeit. So you never know. Well, it's about the NFL, because we know the NFL will always chase that government green no matter what. And right. since they've added the extra game this season in the new CBA, right. I think they'll they'll push every single team to have all of their 53-man roster, at least one dose vaccinated, to just to make sure they can get every game played. Yes. But, again, it comes down to the individual players. I mean, they're obviously the most notable unvaccinated players, Cole Beasley, who's yeah. very outspoken about okay. that. All right. So I guess, look, I think ultimately it comes down to what, what the NFL is going to do next. I have to figure it out. And that's our something or nothing. But the yep. other thing to look at now is switching gears to the NHL. Yep. The 
Arizona Phoenix Coyotes. Is it the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes? Arizona. Same. Close enough. I don't. That's how much I know about hockey, this folks. Is... So the city of Glendale yep. saying, "Your time's up. Get out." Well, not so much get out, but you know, well, get your own it. stadium. Well, there, there's a couple of options with this because um, back when the the NHL decided to expand to Phoenix, this move. Uh, I'm just gonna say it now. This move has been a disaster on all fronts, <laughs> except for one surprise. Conference final run in 2012. Yep. They've had absolutely zero success in the playoffs. None. Yep. They, they've they been either held back by crap management, mm-hmm. crap ownership, or just crap on-ice product, and no one sees the games. Mm. And especially with the Suns now being the team to watch in the area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it comes down to it comes, which team is important. And because... The NHL had to choose to either save, um, keep the Coyotes, yeah. or keep the Atlanta Thrashers. When when the, the, Thrashers, NHL, when, the, the when the NHL had hey. the Atlanta Thrashers, they chose to keep keep uh, the the Coyotes, right? Which is interesting. Mm. But Atlanta had their own problems. That's a whole trilogy in itself, right? And formerly the Atlanta Flames who went to Calgary. Yeah, oh, right. the, I Atlanta, love it. the Atlanta Thrashers. That's their own. Okay, that's a, so that's beside another the point. trilogy. But what is this telling but, you? What so there's a couple right of options now? with this. They either um, there's been rumors that they might move to Houston. Okay. Um, I don't think it would be a great move, but you already got Dallas. What what you what, already have the stars? Yeah, but what can what can Bettman really do at this point? Yeah, or the the team, the franchise ponies up seventy million to move to Tempe. Okay. So well, look, I think this. I think the city's just probably said. So they've got enough. They, they've got two options. Mm-hmm. They either relocate the franchise to Houston yeah. or another another city. Yeah. Or they pony up seventy million dollars to move to Tempe. Okay. So I I think the the message here is very clear. This is a situation where. The city of Glendale's kind of said, "Well, they're not profitable." You guys have you guys have been happening. Well, this- the the Coyotes—they've had so many problems, especially in the last couple of years. You've had just analytical wunderkind John Chaka completely openly shame the organization by having combine workouts, illegal combine workouts. They drafted a total piece of crap who bullied a black disabled classmate for years. And and um, they then had to rescind his rights. Yeah. They've had problems with ownership. They've had meddling. It's been a, a, oh. a just unmitigated disaster with their organization for as long as they've been a a franchise. Really. Okay. All right. So well, well, look. I think that from a from a financial standpoint, the city of Glendale is saying enough. You're like yeah. the the wayward squatter, and now you need to find is, some place else to go. Well, this yeah. is it. They okay. either move to Tempe or move to another city. And they can't move back to Winnipeg because Winnipeg already got the Jets. Win- Winnipeg had they the restarted. Jets. Yeah, yeah, restarted. They came from Winnipeg as the Jets, and now Winnipeg started another franchise yep. as the Jets. So they can't. They got nowhere to go there. Okay. Uh, Mark Davis's house has been recently identified. So Mark Davis is the principal owner, the son of the late Al, Davis. Al Davis. And I'm taking a look at his phone. I have my phone here. I'm taking a look at this house. This house looks like the Death Star. So straight out of Star Wars. And it's really... It's, well, it's, that's it's, funny. It's basically looking like the Raiders training facility. That, that's and funny the, because Mark Davis has one of the lowest net worths of any NFL <laughs> owner in the entire league. You he, wouldn't know it from this house, yeah, though. His net worth is about $500 million, And most of his money before the move to Vegas was locked up 
uh, with the Bank of America to actually finance that move. Okay. So he must have gotten a lot of it back. Well, he did. After he made himself a really tacky house. Yeah. I, know, I, I mean, it's it's got the colors, the Raiders colors. It's also got the shape, and I guess the same kind of, you know, kind of that Allegiant Stadium look that's their, their yeah. home now. So, look, I, I think it looks pretty tacky. It's not something that I would want to walk into, and it looks like it's, I got a million rooms, but it's like what looks like the just stereotypical house for a Bond villain show. Yeah, it looks like a Bond villain house, like Mister Bond, like he's stroking yeah. his cat. See Mark yeah. Davis sitting upstairs, going, "I'm waiting for you, Mister <laughs> Bond." All right, well, moving on. Uh, big happy birthday belated to the great Larry Fitzgerald. Yep, thirty-eight years old. The bid, so not playing anymore. The, the Cardinals wasted him a, a generational talent, and for whatever reason, he loved playing for the organization. Oh, They're lucky good. they didn't have a Megatron. That's good to who, have. Look, who retired in his prime? Look, I think that you know you can't. I don't know about years wasted. I well, think, they could. I think that they, they there got was that Super Bowl. Well, there was that Super Bowl. They almost won with Fitz and Kurt yeah, Warner, they but almost got a, that. a collapsing defense in San Antonio so, Holmes happened, and then there was a year where they had. Uh, the renaissance of Carson Palmer and yeah, Gatsby yeah, had Arians thirteen and three got smacked across the board in the in the championship game by the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I just look. I, I think he's had some good troubles. He's not playing now. But what was? Has he retired? Do we know this? He hasn't retired. He, he hasn't retired. Playing. He's just there. I think he. I think you know potentially Larry Fitzgerald could resurface. He could. You know, somebody but, gets injured all the time. But the sad thing um, about the Cardinals is that was the best stretch in franchise history. Of course four, it was. Four, four consecutive 10-plus win seasons. Okay. That was yeah. the best stretch in franchise history. Oh, well. Another reason why what the were they doing Coyotes before that? matter for anything. So, look. I, look have happy birthday to Larry Fitzgerald. A really solid you know, receiver right behind Jerry, Jerry Rice. The most dependable receiver you could possibly have. Yeah. And you know what? I think he'll resurface somewhere. I can see him definitely resurfacing on a team that wants a late season push toward the playoffs and goes, we can use this guy. Yeah. He can still catch the ball. I mean, it happened with the Bucks and Antonio Brown, so. That's right. Well, I don't, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, yeah. All so, right. So, that's our show for this week. Uh, a lot to talk about. Next week will uh, be. Next week. Week one. Next week is the start. Stay tuned, everybody. Bye-bye.